Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in Wednesday, March the 3rd. That's right, again, it is March and I am... Pumped about it. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And who do we have a lot to discuss today? Uh, hopefully we are not going to keep you for too terribly long. We did not get to talk on Monday about the Texas booster situation going on with the eyes of Texas. The, uh, what do you call It's not the theme song, but. A fight song. Fight song. There you go. It's fight song. So. Well, no, and we didn't, but I'm kind of glad we didn't because we have more information now than we did. This is 100% true. So I'm, um, so I'm really glad we missed it. Lots to talk about with that. Of course, the Vegas Golden Knights. We were wanting to talk about that on Monday as well. They partnered with a tout, and now they're not. And we're going to talk about why that's right, why that's wrong, all that kind of mess that goes along with it. Taylor jumps in. He said, happy Wednesday, fellas. Happy Wednesday to Taylor. Anybody else that wants to jump in, you can do so on YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, or Facebook. Knock that out over there. Very easy to do. Um, actually, I don't think we're on Facebook right now. I don't remember. Uh, I think we are because I just got an alert. Hmm. Either way, we, whether we, we are. are or not. Um, we won't be for long, though, right? That's correct. That's good. We so, are. I, I'm, I'm seeing it now. Okay. So, either way, uh, we won't be on Facebook for long, so all of you on Facebook, make sure that you jump over to YouTube. Now, you will get a notification on Facebook every single time that we go live. But, uh, but yeah, we have got college basketball to discuss. Last night was crazy. The Brown Yeti jumps in, sets up, fellas. Good to see the Yeti in here. Kyle Rudolph is no longer a Minnesota Viking, and there are reports about where he wants to play next. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Very interesting. He's, uh, he's getting a little long in the tooth. He was a little long yeah. in the tooth when he re-signed a couple of years ago. But yeah. uh, but we'll talk about it, of course. And uh, and then, of course, Chris has more thoughts on J.J. Watt, which I think every show we could hit on J.J. Watt at this point. <laughs> no, it, it'll go away So Well, I mean, I, I think a lot of that's up to J.J., by the way. Agreed. I mean, Agreed. so that's uh, Michael Fritsch, me, it's him. Michael Fritsch jumps in, sets up, fellas. He's on Twitch. Again, YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, or Facebook. You can jump in there. Taylor wants to know if we're watching spring training. Uh, so uh, I have. Oh, so so I would tell you, um, yes. Uh, my Red Sox are extremely young, and yep. right now baseball doesn't matter. But they're putting up fourteen runs a game every day, yes. and they're giving up nothing pitching wise. There, so. there was a very interesting part about uh, the spring training stuff with the Red Sox. There was a game, I want to say maybe a week ago or less than a week ago, where. The coaches went out and like ended the inning after twenty three pitches for one of their young guys because you yeah. can do like a run rule yeah. in like the first inning. So in the first inning, he had given up tw- or he had done twenty three pitches, had given up like three runs, uh, six hits. I mean, it was just absurd. Like he, he was not having a good outing. <laughs> so the red so the Red Sox Twitter like their official Twitter page yeah after that inning was we patience with us. A lot of home runs were working on highlights. Like it was so many, it was like they literally had a delay in trying to get the highlights out on Twitter. Um, and that made me smile. That made me happy. I, listen, I know this is not 
real baseball. Okay. I understand yeah. that these guys are not going to come into the league this year and do that, but maybe they will, because I thought the Braves, we didn't intend on talking about baseball, but, but last year I thought the Braves were a year too early. Like I didn't expect them to be world series level good yet. I thought this year would be their year. And, and I was shocked that, and so many of my friends that are Braves fans were just like, look, dude, these guys are young and athletic and they don't know they don't belong here yet. Yeah. And there's a lot of hope that the Red Sox can get to that. So Agreed. we'll see. Uh, Casey said, wonder how many people bet Illinois last night money line. I'm going to guess not a lot. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Obviously, we're going to talk about it. There is much to discuss. First things first, winningcureseverything.com is the website. Go and check it out. Everything that you need to know about us is over there. Everywhere that you need to be subscribed is over there. We have a new show over on SBR that is up today. That is our college football offseason show for week number seven. Lots to discuss in the college football world. All of your college football gambling content can be found over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. There is a link in the description below. Go on and check it out. Brian Nitty said, are we going to have full capacity at ballparks this weekend in Starkville and Oxford? I don't know the answer to that question. I don't believe in Starkville. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hate to see it, though. I wouldn't hate it either. I don't know the answer. For those that don't know what we're talking about, uh, the governor of the state of Mississippi uh, opened up the state. State is fully open. No more mask mandates. No nothing. We are rocking, raring, ready to go. And the state of Texas as well, Governor Greg Abbott over there. Texas obviously gets all the credit and all the publicity because they're Texas and we're Mississippi. We are 50th out of everything. Yep. So there's a reason nobody pays attention to us. But if you like college baseball, you damn well start paying attention to Mississippi. You get that right. Now, Florida, Florida, I don't believe ever shut down. And, well, no, and Florida never shut down. So they South don't Dakota have, never shut down. So. Well, yeah. Like Mississippi, nobody really cares about what's going on in South Dakota. You got that right. You have got that right. All right, let's dive into the first topic of the day, and that would be the Texas boosters and what is going on with all the – Freedom of Information Act stuff that uh, that came out over the last few days. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the Texas Tribune posted the the first article about it, and of course, people have jumped on it since. And some of the stuff that was said in these in the emails from these boosters to the AD, to the school president, to the football team, to the or the program, whatever, whoever was involved, um, it it goes to show why Tom Herman was never going to be able to win there. Uh, we've talked about this a ton. One, because there's too many cooks in the kitchen at Texas. But it's not just the fact that there are too many cooks in the kitchen. It is that there is a complete philosophical divide between the boosters and the players that can actually win football games. Yes. And if you get the boosters out of the way, then maybe you don't have this issue. If you just let the football coach run the program the way that he wants to run it, I've talked about this a ton. What Tom Herman did last year was not embarrassing. That was no. not an awful football team. They were no. they were three plays away from being undefeated. Undefeated. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So Stephen Godfrey retweeted the uh, the article, and he said, Texas, confused as to why they're not Oklahoma, is doing an Ole Miss, themselves confused why they didn't become Alabama all those years ago. Now, what he means by that, Ole Miss 
was one of the last SEC teams to fully integrate their football team. Alabama did it. uh, Not they weren't first in the SEC, but they were one of the first. Like Bear Bryant realized, holy crap! Like we're getting killed by USC, and you know they they have integrated. Why am I playing at a disadvantage when when we could be doing what they're doing? Like this is insane. What makes them any different from white players, right? So it the whole thing is is nuts when you read some of these comments and you think about the fact that this is being said today in twenty twenty one. So so I I knew the boosters were were you know really in touch with the the fight song and the traditions of the school and all this stuff and. I also, we have grown up in the South. I've spent a lot of time in the deep South. You've spent a lot of time in the deep South. I, I know what real racism looks like, okay? Yes. I, I understand it, and I know what it looks like. Um, I've, I've, I've heard and seen real horrible racist things. I've, I've said and done real racist things that, that I'm completely not proud of, um, you know? And, and it, it, it is what it is. I had no idea what was actually said. Um, read, read the, read the quote from the guy and, and his name was redacted. Yeah. His name but, was, there were several of them whose which names were redacted. I guess it's probably a good thing. His name was redacted because he probably would, would be hiring private security right now. Uh, most certainly. Uh, the, the most egregious comment that came out of it was it's time for you to put your foot down and make it perfectly clear that the heritage of Texas will not be lost. Uh, this donor graduated in 1986. Uh, so he, he graduated said, when I was four years old. Uh, yes. He said, it is sad that it is offending the blacks. As I said before, the blacks are free, and it's time for them to move on to another state where everything is in their favor. I it, There were more people that argued that the black student population at UT Austin is small. Their voices should not outweigh the larger wishes of the alumni base said less than 6% of our current student body is black, uh, wrote Larry Wilkinson. He's a donor who graduated in 1970. Uh, He, let's see, uh, he is quoting a statistic UT Austin officials have stated they are working to improve. He said, the tail cannot be allowed to wag the dog, and the dog must instead stand up for what is right. Nothing forces those students to attend UT Austin. Encourage them to select an alternate school now. So, I mean, they're openly saying... If these black players don't want to bend the knee or conform to the way we think the world should be, then they should go somewhere else. We don't want them here. By the way. uh, That's insane. Like, I know there are people that feel that way in this country still today, but they don't say that shit publicly. And if they do, they put a sheet over their face. So a a lot of people would not say this out in public. Right? No. However, they reached out, like the the uh, uh, Texas Tribune reached out yes. to Larry Wilkinson, and he reiterated his opinion in an interview with him. He said, everything in life mm-hmm. all comes back to money. He said he did not get a personal response to his email from Hartzell, who is the, uh, the uh, school president. Yep. He said only a generic message that the song would remain. So the, the Eyes of Texas has been, it's been the fight song for forever. And we talked about this before because when Steve Sarkeesian was hired there, uh, this is what Sark said. I know this much. The Eyes of Texas is our school song. We are going to sing that song, and we are going to sing it proudly. That's what he said when he got to the school. Now, yeah. obviously, I don't think he knows anything about like he's He ain't no. ever even been to Texas. No, Steve, he, no, Steve Sarkeesian is a California boy who, who has his head stuck up his ass. Okay. Exactly. Steve, he's going to, well, he doesn't have his head up there. He's got a hand up there. All right. right. He, he knew he's that a puppet. He, he's going to say what yes. he's told to say. Cause he's really good. And that's why he did so well under, 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 uh, Saban. Yeah. And, and he did so well under Pete Carroll. If he has a strong leader, he follows orders really well. Now, the issue right now is that his leaders yeah. are these boosters. Yeah, and that, that now he's got a different hand up his ass. Yes. I mean, it, it's it, making is, him say dumb shit. It, it, anybody that thought that Sark was going to come in and be able to fix this, 
Oh no. I no. don't buy and now, it. Now now you got these boosters saying this stuff. What what is the transfer portal gonna look like at Texas? And I wanna see the NCAA argument as to why these kids can't transfer. Oh, they won't be able to to keep No, them. They, they'll have to, right? Like, like yeah, you, know, you to can go wherever you want and you can start tomorrow. Like we don't care. Yep. This is fine. Like this isn't this is insane to me. We've had a conversation back and forth with 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 some of our, our other friends, and and to I, I'm to get a little political, but I feel like it's important to this conversation because it's where we are in the country in our world today. Okay, I think everywhere you look, people are looking for racism. All right, and they're trying to find it everywhere, and I think they find it everywhere they look. The problem is, is there are actually really terrible people in this world. These individuals, might I add, I believe are that. And there would be a day and a time where we would call them out and we would say, these are racist. Yeah. And and we can't stand for this. But that has no meaning anymore. That carries no water anymore because we just spent the last eight years of my life that I can remember calling everybody a racist. And so... It's never actually been a better time to be a real racist. It's, 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 what's so it's funny. better this, than it's ever been, and it's not story, because Trump gave them credence and, and 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 something of that nature. There are people that hate Trump, and they want to blame all this racism on him. This stuff was going on beforehand, and and, and before Trump was even a thing. Okay, yeah. And and the issue is, is it's because. We begin to call everybody a racist. And now that everyone's a racist, these horrible assholes are no different than, than someone who's just a conservative or maybe who who doesn't like socialism or something of that nature. And now, now we call everybody a racist. So when you call these guys a racist, that's no different than, than calling someone else one that's really not one. You just disagree with them on something, and it's easier to just call them a name. Words, so congratulations. Words have meaning. Words yeah, well, have congratulations. meaning. Congratulations. We've taken a horrible word that had a disgusting meaning, and we took it away. Yeah, we made it. And now we that made meaning generic. means nothing. But there's a reason why this story well, This story should be a major national yes. story. Yes. And it's only big in college football circles. And the only That's reason right. that it's big in college football circles is because it just continues to point out the obvious of why Texas cannot win. This that's is right. why they and will never. That's what's sad. Hang on. What? That's ridiculous. The only reason it's a big story is because it's about winning and losing football games exactly. at a school and not these horrible sons of bitches who say it, hateful ass shit. Tell me this. If Texas, Openly and publicly. If Texas were to get rid of a, See, Taylor jumps in. First, he said, cough, Dr. Seuss, cough. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot going exactly. on with that. We're looking but, for racism in places where there's not one. Right. But I he, believe, he said, and this is not making fun of Michelle Obama. Okay, I I believe Michelle Obama had like a huge Dr. Seuss thing, like yeah. what, like while Barack was was in when in office, and I think it's a good thing, by the way. Yes, you're talking Dr. to a guy Seuss that couldn't for- read real well growing up, and I could read Dr. Seuss, and I like Dr. Seuss as a child. Like that's helped millions of children love the read and love love creative storytelling. Yes, that's it. my son and I read Dr. Seuss all the time. Uh, Akbar jumps in. He said, what's up, guys? Akbar, good to see you in here, buddy. Uh, Taylor said that he did not hear about this Texas story until this show. Which that's is... That's insane. I think that's insane, by the way. Right, but In it, a world it's become, where we want to talk... Every... Almost every show that I listen to or hear about or follow, they at least half the show is about race, okay? It's always yeah. about a race problem. Half of them are legitimate. Half of them are... I think made up bullshit problems. What, what I think the Dr. Seuss thing is. Okay. Like, and therein lies the problem of is this kind of falls in their wheelhouse. Yeah. And they don't, but they still don't want to talk about it. They don't want to, they don't want to actually deal with something hard. They don't want to actually deal with something, something that's gross or whatever. They just want to cancel. Something. But you can't cancel a 70 something year old billionaire because that guy doesn't, he's not on Twitter. You What's can't a, go yell at him. On it's Twitter. also the irresponsibility of the, the college football media guys that all yes. just assumed that Tom Herman was fired because he was losing. That's no, right. No, he won eight you, games. And you said that, by the year. way. Yeah. You, you are the only person in college football media that I've heard say that 
when he was fired, before he was fired, you thought that there was a chance he wasn't going to make it through this offseason. And you said it ain't got nothing to do with wins and losses. You said that. Yeah. Because they had nobody else saying that. With like, if they had gone 11 0, then it, winning cures everything, right? That's right. That's right. But you can't go. That's why they have so many discipline issues inside of the program. That's why there's all this infighting going on all the time because the head coach stood up for his players. That is That's what the right. coach is supposed to do. And he told the alumni, give these guys jobs. And one of the comments from one of these guys, I don't remember all of this stuff, and 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 and, and I'm getting it secondhand through Gary. This was uh, and, Caden, and, and Caden Stearns is what you're talking about. Told him, you, you're going to have to go to another state. Like, well, yeah, but but they were talking. But anyway, Herman said, you've got to hire these guys. You can't just say Black Lives Matter and you can't just give money to their programs and and you can't just, you know, stop saying racist. Like when they get out of your university, you got to give them a damn job. OK, yeah, because that's what you're not doing. You're not getting them to that next level. They've got the degrees and they've got all the accolades to to earn their spot, but they're not being given any jobs any of these jobs with the alumni, with these people, by the way, um, but they're just not being selected. And he actually called the boosters out on that way. And that was before we ever thought we were going to even have football. Remember? Oh yeah. Oh, I remember. I remember he stood up for his players. That's it. You you can say a lot of shit about Tom Herman, but man, I mean, I think the guy's got scruples. Okay. Has he ever made mistakes in the past? Sure. Am I going to kill a guy for cheating on his wife at a strip club? So I don't care. I don't know. I don't know any of that stuff happened. And I don't, I don't care if it happened, by the way, I'm not a moralist. I don't judge people for the shit they do in their bedroom. We don't know if his wife cares. No, that's right. I don't know. And even if she does not my look, man, not my pig, not my problem, bro. Okay. Don't don't get caught, and if you get caught, you got to deal with the consequences. But that's between you and your family, all right? That's your consequence. I don't have to deal with those things. But when you stand up on a platform like he had, and he call out, it's easy to point the finger. I say this all the time. It's easy to point the finger at people you hate. When you're calling out the people that employ you, the people that give you your job, the people who your ass you're supposed to kiss their ass, and you're telling them. You have to be better. If, you have to take care of these kids. Man, that yeah. takes balls, and it actually costs him something. Now, yeah. it costs him something in a job, but in the world we live in, it didn't cost him anything because he's going to get his whole contract. He's still going to get paid, and, you know, it is what it is. And now he's off being an assistant in the NFL where he doesn't have to deal with this crap. No, so. where he didn't. And I'll tell you this: I loved Herman. I wanted Herman to take like the UCF job, or or, or I would have I would have loved for Herman to have gone to Michigan to take that OC job. Just show up yeah. at the door of Harbaugh and say, "I don't know what Gaddis is doing, but put him on a bus. Here's a here's a bus ticket. I got it. My <laughs> I'll buy it. Send him on shipping. I'm taking Ohio State down. Me and you, we're doing this. I would have loved to have seen that. I wanted to see him stay in college football. I'm gonna tell you, there's a world where he don't come back. Yeah, no, I, I agree. There's I a world because he's gonna realize. Do you see the shit I just had to deal with? I don't deal with that shit in here. Yeah, I can just coach football in the NFL. Yes, I can just like coach, and if I'm really good, I can be an an analyst in the NFL, and they might pay me a million bucks a year. Oh yeah, and um, I don't have to really do anything but X's and O's. I don't even have to like. I don't. I don't have to work one on one with the players. I don't have to. Yeah. I can do whatever I want. Be as involved or not involved as I want. Casey, so, by the way, jumped in. He said, uh, "I haven't heard about it either," which is insane to me. I think there's that's a problem. Crazy. Yeah, there's a problem with it. Uh, Birdie said, "Hello, men. Sark has a chance, in my opinion. He has to close the doors, take ownership, embrace it, and then flip it to us and everyone else, and uh, and create a family like no other. This could polarize them in a good way." Okay, here's the problem see, I, with that. I, I agree with that. He could do those things. I don't think he's going to. No, I don't think he has the capability because I don't think anybody at Texas has the capability to do that. And here's the pro or here's the reason why. Going through this, there were hundreds of alumni and donors that were more concerned with why Ellinger was alone after the Oklahoma game when he was out there standing for the eyes of Texas by himself. Right. That's right. All of these people blasted emails to UT Austin President Jay Hartzell. Uh, they called the image of the abandoned quarterback disgusting, embarrassing, and disturbing. They demanded that the school stand up to, quote, cancel culture and firmly get behind the song or else donors were going to walk away. It, this is one of them. 
said, my wife and I have given an endowment in excess of $1 million to athletics. This could very easily be rescinded if things don't drastically change around here. This was another one whose name was redacted, by the way. Um, It said, has everyone become oblivious to who supports athletics? Uh, There was another one. It's disgraceful to see the lack of unity and our fiercest competitor, Sam Ellinger, standing nearly alone. It's symbolic of the disarray of this football program, which you inherited. The critical race theory garbage that's been embraced by this football program and the university is doing massive, irreparable damage to our glorious institution and to the country. It has got to stop. Um, Hartle publicly stated they are going to keep the song, but there were hundreds of emails obtained through public records requests that showed the decision didn't quell the fear among those most ardent supporters of the eyes of Texas. They want, they don't to want Hold to on. keep the song. They want to force the other players to stand and sing it. Yes. From June. This is, on, this is on, where no, no, no. I have a problem. Let me, let you me want tell to you keep the, the song, keep the damn song. I, I will tell you this. I'm, I'm not a black person. It's pretty obvious. And, and I understand the hardship as much as a white guy who grew up in Mississippi can understand it. Okay. I've seen it. I've been a part of it. it it's, it's sad, but I, I loved, I loved the, the old Miss tradition and the sauce, but I remember the melody. I remember the, the sound of it. I remember how I liked it a lot and the words don't mean anything to me. I just, I just appreciate the experience and everything that comes with it. And when they stopped doing it, I was like, oh man, I, I come on. Like I hate that they're doing that, but I, I but understand. when you really understand it, the meaning behind what was going on, because they were playing Dixie before games. Yes. Like, it, and yes, they had done it forever and ever, and it was a tradition. But yes. some traditions are okay to go by the wayside. That's like right. When they hurt and offend other people, That's right. it's okay to That's get rid I, of it. I, yeah, I, I, I wasn't able to understand the, the kind of uncomfortability or pain that that brought other people. Yeah, and that, I th- I think that's okay. I think it's okay. I don't know how I would have been able to do that. I don't know how. But we were young. We had no ins- real way yeah. of understanding. Well, I mean, hell, but no, they just they just quit playing Dixie like five years ago. No, it's been longer than that. Has it been? Oh Maybe, yeah, it's been well, well over. Once something goes past five years, it was all five years ago. So. <laughs> it's it's been well over a decade. Um, wow, really? Yeah, it's it's been a long time. Been a God, long I time. I don't remember. They, that. they did away well. with Colonel Reb like. More than well, two years. Well, I knew Colonel Reb. I was fine with, but you know my opinion on mascots, right? Oh, of course. That's like I like this is not a place for children, and yeah. so a big grown man in a weird costume, I just don't think is important to the game. But, like, but the only but, reason you have a mascot is to play with kids, right? Right. But I do not believe college kids. This is my opinion, not your opinion. It doesn't have to be everybody. I'm not always right on these things, but I do not believe college campuses are a place for children because there's a whole lot of uh, crazy things going on, grown up stuff happening on college campuses. Well, and I think people who bring their children there are insane, it, and I will never do it. There ever. are there are a lot of people that it is a family environment. My dad I, started taking me to Alabama games when I was four years old. I know, like I know. So I, I remember Big Al and and the elephant mascot and all that, and I thought he was hilarious. Yeah. So and I grew up an Alabama fan. Like yeah. partly because of and that. that's and that's fine. It's a way to. Hook I went them. to game. I went to games when I was younger. Okay, and I also remember seeing a lot of crazy shit, and I also remember getting into a lot of crazy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh and yeah. And I learned things that my mom probably wish I didn't learn. Birdie said, "Laugh my ass off." So true about the mascot. Uh, yet he said, "If you look for faults, you will find them, and in doing, you make a mountain out of a molehill." But yet the media missed the obvious thing, or worse, ignore it. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, that's what's media, crazy to me. They're Here's, making let, a big deal out of little things that aren't important. Let me let I me tell you the numbers. I think this is massively here. important. Let me tell you the numbers. From June to late October, over 70% of the nearly 300 people who emailed Hartzell's office about the eyes of Texas demanded that the school keep playing it. Around 75 people in those emails explicitly threatened to stop supporting the school financially, calling on the university to take a heavier hand with students and athletes, that they believed were disrespecting university tradition by protesting it. That is an insane number. That's a of, big, it's a, this is not these three guys. Okay. This is not no, a few. It's folks. all of them. This is all of them. Yeah. It's the, it's here's another quote. The eyes of Texas is non-negotiable wrote another graduate who said they've had season tickets since 1990. I'm not, I'm not, not going to force you to change it. Hold on, my, to this. My, I don't like forcing people to do things they don't want to do. 
that don't pertain to their job, okay? Listen, listen to this. If it is not kept and fully embraced, I will not be donating any additional money to athletics or the university or attending any more events. But so so that's the problem. It's the fully embraced part, right? It's like, like is it is it really a loss if these guys are gone? Well, well, it's a loss financially, yeah. It, it, these it schools... is, but but it, tell me this: with the money that comes in from the Longhorn Network, from the Big Twelve deals and whatnot, now it's not like they're the not going to have this, Texas football. This athletic director really could make his life a lot easier to tell these guys, "I'm going to sign." Now he has chosen so far to side with the boosters. It would it would make his life a lot easier if he said, "We're going to go this route. We love you, and you love Texas. If you can't love the new." the way the new way Texas is, then then I hate losing you as a booster and your support. But we're gonna move forward. The issue is is what happens to the Longhorn Network? How many of these people are funding that? What happens if viewership goes way down? Because it is a lot of people. It's not just the boosters that feel this way, but it's a, a large portion of your fan base. The fact that six percent of the population of a of a school is 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 black and that's it that seems incredibly small oh i agree i I thought when i heard that number i thought wow that's that's crazy little now maybe my expectation of what percentage of populations are 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 weird i just felt like when i was at old miss i thought you know it wouldn't half but you know it it, it It was more than six six percent i know that like i couldn't put a number on it but you know, it was somewhere between 50 I mean, and 6. I mean, 6% is less than half of what the uh, population is in the American population. Like, yeah. that's crazy because it's, that's it's what 13%. I was about to say. Yeah, the, 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 the country population is double over double that. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I, it's it's insane. Um, let's see. It said, while those who emailed uh, represent a fraction of more than 540,000 UT Austin alumni, their threats had some university fundraisers sounding the alarms. So, of course... A lot of these people's jobs is to fundraise for the university. Texas has a massive endowment anyway. Mm -hmm. It is nuts to me to think about the idea that, because Alabama had this same problem, right? And it wasn't, it wasn't the same problem as, as this. It wasn't, it wasn't about race or a fight song or anything like that, but it had to do with running everything. Yes. And when Saban came in, he completely took over. He said, leave your, it's exactly what you talk about all the time. Leave your check. And and I promise you will be happy with the results afterwards. But I'm going to handle things from here. Yeah, yeah. Leave the That's, checkbook, hit the bricks. Yeah, Brown Yeti said, "What's the Hispanic population of Texas?" I have no idea. They didn't put that. I, in I here. don't. I'm going to bet University of Texas. I'm going to bet it's. I mean, I it's probably it's there. bigger than most places in the country, yeah. but it's probably not huge. Uh, Bertie said, "So many scholarships for other university sports are paid out of that football program. It truly is a lose lose situation for the kids." Uh, Damien jumped in, said, damn LSU. And then Yeti before that said, there's a lot of older children doing adult things on campuses. Yeah. He's, he's right about that. He's a hundred percent right. But the, the idea behind What's this the damn is LSU part. What we do. I have no idea. I mean, it, LSU's got their own issues. I don't hide from them at all. Yeah. Y'all know that. I, I think it had to do with something that you said. I just don't know what it was. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> It's Damon. He he went to Ole Miss. Like he, I went to Ole Miss. Like I didn't yeah. go to LSU until I was in tenth grade. Like I think once you're in high school, like you're not. That's not the children I'm talking about. Okay, like I <laughs> I've got and Gary Gary went when he was four years old. Yeah. Like if I'm, I will tell you this: if I'm hanging out in a college game and I've got a few pops in me and I'm 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 raising some hell and I'm having a good time, I don't want to look down and see a child. I don't because because now I have to change my behavior because of this child. Not because yeah. what I was doing was inappropriate at all, but it's inappropriate to do in front of a child. Yes. Now I never act like an asshole or a maniac or get crazy at a, at a professional sporting event because I do believe professional sports should be for everyone. Okay, everyone, yeah. but college sports are not for everyone. You can watch it on TV and you can enjoy it on TV, but when you go on a college campus, that is a place for 18 and over. And if you are going to be thinking about going to college soon, which is ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th grade, it's fine. That's fine. Anything under that, you don't need to be there. There's yeah. nothing for you there. Yes. My opinion. You're correct. I'm, I'm, no, I, I, I don't disagree with you. Um, I, I do think there are spots. Like if you, you don't have to be around the main tailgate area, right? 
there are spots where you can have children. I'm sure there. I'm, I'm sure those so, spots are there. I just yeah. don't. I, I've never. I've never been to any of them. That's a, yeah. No, I, I can understand that. There, but there are spots if you look for them. If you know what you're what you're trying to accomplish during the day and whatnot. Either way, getting back to Texas before we move on to another topic. Uh, <laughs> Taylor, what if you've had a few seltzer beers? That's it. <laughs> just ridiculous. Um, so there are going to be people that transfer out of Texas. There are going to be recruits that do not want to come play for Texas. The funniest part about this is the idea that Texas A&M is going to start recruiting kids and negatively recruit Texas, talking about, you see how racist they are over there? It's like, brother, you got the same stuff going on. Like, don't lie. But it's not it's, just Texas A&M. It's all of the states in the correct. South. Correct. Every, every every one of them are going to have this issue and problem. But, now, but here's the thing. They're not open about it, and so therefore they will be able to never negatively recruit right. using it. Right. No, absolutely, which is I find that hilarious. Um, but it will impact them. It will impact them with recruiting. Oh, it yeah. will impact them across the board. And it is another reason. Now, Bernie if was I, talking if I about was the If I was the Big Ten and if I was um, – uh, like the Pac-12 schools that are that are out in more of a, a you know just not the South, I, I would be recruiting the hell out of these guys. Oh, one hundred percent. Ohio State lives in Texas. Yeah, like, I know it, Ohio it, State <laughs> does, but I'm talking about the schools that are not Ohio State. The school, Ohio State already get they're like Alabama; they get almost anybody they want. Yes. Okay, I'm talking about your Wisconsin's. I'm talking about your Iowas and your Northwesterns and your 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 Michigans and your you know your Rutgers and in, in, in Maryland and these other schools talking about UCLA. All right. Or Arizona state. Like I'm talking about these other places that, that, you know, w- this guy openly said, go to one of these States that'll take you. Well, those are places that are more accepting of you. Yeah. I mean, and it's, they it's are. insane. Um, they, they just so are getting back to what Bertie said about Sark has a chance. In my opinion, he has to close the doors, take ownership, embrace it, and then flip it uh, to us and everyone and create a family like no other. It, do you, it that's they've tried that so many times. Yeah, I just don't see that. Like I, I just I I don't know that Sark is a big enough name, a big enough personality, anything to be able to do that. Tom Herman had the personality, he had the stones about him, and he still couldn't keep him out because it's not just the football coach that has that responsibility. That also falls on the AD and it falls on the school president. And until they get the stones to tell these guys, you know what? If you don't feel like donating to make sure that we have a winning program, then fine. Go give your money somewhere else. We don't care. But we're not going to have you telling us what we can and cannot do at this university. Like, that's that's what has, it's what's been missing this whole time is because you don't have people in power that are willing to actually lead. And if you yep. don't have that, then the whole power structure is broken. Yep. So, it, that's the Alabama situation. It's like this with multiple schools across the region. It's it's why I found it funny when Ross Bjork went to Texas A&M because the boosters ran amok at Ole Miss. We haven't seen examples of it at A&M yet. I would imagine we will. Or maybe Ross Bjork got tired of being run over by boosters and he wanted to go somewhere with a better power structure. Maybe yeah. that's it. I mean, there's a lot of that. I mean, that could yeah. be it. You don't know that. Because yeah. those boosters were doing that before Bjork got there. Exactly. No, the boosters have been so, doing that at Ole Miss forever. So, so Matthew Miller brought up something here, and, and, and so he talks about how the story is three months old. The reason the story is interesting is because the emails of all of these people got leaked out, and we actually got to see and hear what they actually said, what yeah. they put in writing, and what they hit send to. Okay. Yeah, that Matt was Miller. Public I, documentation, I by the way. When it came out, I talked about it when it came out because I said yeah, we that talked Herman about it a little bit, but it wasn't nearly as big of a story. Now that no. we have quotes. From emails that are public record, I told you I get? told you during the season when they lost to Oklahoma and the Odds of Texas thing became a because it became a big yeah. thing before the season. But I told you even last off season that I didn't know if Herman was going to survive because of this because there was a very visible disconnect between the but, football. But I want to address and the what he said. He said in Texas they're just getting leaked. These aren't leaked. This is public record. All right. This was Freedom of Information Act pulling pulling things. So the things that they said, they put in writing on a public forum that that you can just just go get a Freedom of Information you know document and get access to. That's that's not a leak. Okay. No, that's that's a FOIA request. That's That's they said they said this stuff 
openly and publicly, that's a problem. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Birdie jumped in, by the way. It said, uh, well, here, first, uh, Brown Yeti primetime should go after Texas recruits. It'd be crazy to see Jackson State with some five stars. Uh, you're not far away from seeing that. I guarantee that'll happen at some point in the next couple of years. I do. Uh, I agree. Birdie said, that's what I don't know either, Gary. I just don't know Sark. I am new to college football. I trust your take. What a shame for Sark. His tenure will not be about football. It will be political. Pretty unfair, in my opinion. At Texas, football and politics are one and the same. They all go together. It's what made Mac Brown so good at the listen, job. Sark, Sark, Sark's not a victim of anything. Okay, no. Sark had a had a, a a wheelhouse of a dream job at USC, and he pissed it away. He had a very very good job at Washington that he was winning at, and he chose to leave on his own accord. Yeah. All right. Since pissing this job away outside of his tenure with Alabama, basically being the whipping boy for Nick Saban, Sark has been a failure. Okay. That's yeah. just it. He was in the NFL. So, like he got he fired was in after the NFL, two years. And, and, and at USC, it wasn't a failure of winning and losing ball games. It was a character issue. And he was drunk on the sideline of a game, of an active game that was being played. So, so is th- that this right? Is, yes. I don't think yes. that's. I, I think he was drunk. No, he, he was he drunk was, on the sidelines. No, he was, he was drunk at practice, not at a game. So okay. yeah, it was it, it and it was also at different booster events and whatnot. It became a very regular. But thing. what you do in social events outside of it, I'm going to give guys pass on that. I don't give a shit. Don't serve booze if you don't want guys to get drunk. This is after work. Agreed. I don't care about it. I, I agree with that. W- when he was drunk on the sidelines, now we got a problem. All yeah. right, now this is not a party boy situation. This is you're a drunk and and you've now let it affect your job, which means I have to fire you. So 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 Sark isn't a victim of anything by any means. If he's good and he wins, then great. But they've just made this much more difficult on him than it's going to be. Matt Miller jumps in. He said, Matt, Matt's trying to feud with us today, I see. He said, the emails were leaked months ago. I read them on Inside Texas. Only one of those emails was really bad. I don't know that I agree with that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll disagree with the only one that was really bad. Uh, Brown Yeti, uh, this story is years old. We know this has been going on. It's the media's fault for not writing more than two lines about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it really, like the Charlie Strong stuff, like it, there was a, a major, major issue going on there between the boosters and Charlie Strong. A lot of them did not want him to be the head coach, and they made it very, very, very publicly known, and it was ridiculous then. It's still ridiculous now. Uh, Birdie, but he did fail in Atlanta, so, yeah, no, absolutely he did. Uh, Matt Miller said Pete Carroll was a failure and Sark was drunk at a banquet at USC. Uh, he was also drunk on the sidelines at practice. Um, okay. And so, but, uh, but yeah, like at Pete, I don't know that Pete Carroll was a failure. Like Pete I, Carroll lost in the NFL his first time around. His first time around. Uh, but, but I think yeah, he was successful. I don't know, I don't know when Pete's been a failure outside of that. His stint at New England. And even then, he wasn't bad at New England. No, he wasn't bad at New England. He just missed the playoffs two years in a row. Yeah. I mean that's it. He he still went what nine and seven both years yeah. or nine and seven eight yeah. and eight. I, I think he I think he had a winning record or a high five hundred record every year. He just he just didn't make the playoffs. The team was going through turmoil. They were about to be sold and they were considering moving to Connecticut. And like it was, yeah. they had a lot of problems. Pete Carroll just not making the playoffs, not winning enough to hide the problems. Um, you know. Yeah, Matt Matt Miller jumped in. He said before he got to USC. Yeah, no, we yeah. absolutely like you, you can say that if you want, but. Sure. Um, either way, let's jump off of that. We have spent a long, long time on about 35 minutes on that. Um, let's talk about the Vegas Golden Knights for a minute. It is the, the Golden Knights, right? Yeah. So they partnered with a pick selling company, a tout, if you will. And I, I don't even remember the name of the company, but as I, an I'm official glad. sponsor, by yes. the way, like this is not, this is not like a, a weird running. This was the official sponsor. They were the official what game game picker or whatever yeah. of the Golden Knights, which is absolutely insane to me. It lasted about a week, right? Yes, it it lasted, which was a week longer than it should have. It should have uh, never when it happened. It pissed me off bad. Ooh, um, we we've made our our uh, opinion on this known on this show for multiple years now. We yeah. do not appreciate anybody that tries to sell picks. Yeah. Um, if you have an edge, that's cool. But if you have an edge, then you would not need to sell the picks in order to make a living if you were actually good at it. Yeah. You would just go and bet your picks and that's do right. the ma- find the sports books where you can get the max bet that's the highest. And if you are winning at a 60% clip or whatever, then you do that. Now, it, it, it might be a little different 
to not necessarily sell picks, but maybe sell information. Like that's maybe we can get into a different thing about this, but that's not what this is. That's not what the, what this company was. They no, were selling. They picks. sell picks. Wait, like they would tell you, "Hey, go bet Texas plus eleven or whatever." Yes. Right, which is insane yes. because by the time you would actually get the pick, the line could be at plus nine, and and then okay, well, do I still take it at plus nine? Do I, you know, there's all sorts of things that are wrong with it, but the fact that a professional sports organization partnered up with a company that sells picks and would never comment on whether or not they were going to allow the pick company to give out their team in the picks was insane. Or a team they were playing. That's nuts to me. It's insane. I just, it's I, insane. how did this ever get, but like, I can understand them partnering with BetMGM or DraftKings yes. or FanDuel no, or yes. whatever. People that want to gamble, that's fine. We don't have a problem with that or nothing. Yeah. People who sell picks, I, I'm sure there's some guys in here that, that have paid for picks. Okay. That's fine. You, you know, you're in the gambling world. I know people that have paid out services. That's, that's okay. That's fine. I, I, it is morally I, and ethically I, I am morally wrong. opposed to to selling picks yes. at all. Not not just because me and I'm not good enough at winning. If if I could win at a ninety percent clip, I still wouldn't sell them. My argument to people who reach out to me that, because it happens all the time on Twitter because of the things I like and the algorithm, whatever they find me as a guy who likes sports and likes to bet on sports. And hey, buy my picks. I am ten and one out of the last eleven. Oh, well, that's that's really interesting. You. Why'd you pick 11? What, what are you the last 30, 35? What are you the last 40? Oh, okay. Because that's more important than your, your 10 and 1 at 11. Okay. <laughs> Damien said it's all rigged, damn it. <laughs> and, 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 my, and my issue, my issue is, is if you're really that good, don't, don't give me the 10 and 1. Don't give me the past. Publicly give your picks out. Yeah. Like once you've made your bet, you can't change the bet. You can't affect the market. You can't you can't change anything that'll happen on that game. Once you own that ticket, that ticket is yours. So once you own the, your tickets, publicly give them out. Now, you think you make a lot of money selling ticks. If you consistently give out 60% or higher in picks like this guy was trying to claim to me that he that he could do, Dude, you're going to have such a social media following. You'll make millions of dollars off of advertisers and people wanting you to be an influencer for them. And you could start a podcast and start a website and, and give out your, you can make a hundred times more than you ever could selling picks. If yeah. you just openly gave your picks out publicly and people realized you're really good at this, but see therein lies the problem. So you're not. You're not, you're like, it's, it's all bullshit. It's all smoke and mirrors. You're lying to people. You're taking people who are desperate for a win and you're manipulating them and you're taking advantage of them. And they have to already get to 52% just to break even. Yeah. And so now if they pay your service fee, whatever the hell it is, they have to now get over that. And I don't know what percentage you got to get to. It just depends on what their, what their fees are, but I have a problem with people who sell picks for a living. I'm I'm morally opposed to it and I have no respect for them and what they do or them as a person at all. Agreed. Agreed. Um let's see Bertie said the best in the business is Vegas runner and he does not cap. He has groups he bets for and he cherry picks their stuff. I've yet to see a guy that charges that's better than what I can do myself. That's 100% yeah. true. 100% true. Uh Casey said if someone uh gets too famous they will fix it against them. Well, yeah, because as soon as they make a pick, it moves the line. No, he's talk, He's talking about rigging stuff, Gary. Oh, that, that's bananas. Sorry. <laughs> uh, he's, Brown a, Yeti, he's, a, he's a he's a rig guy. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brown Yeti said the Golden Knights, my official unofficial NHL team. They're looking stupid. Uh, Casey said I don't need to sell picks. I'm always over fifty percent. Yeah, that's that's the thing. If you're good at it, do it for yourself. Yeah. Easy enough. Easy easy enough. Let's uh, let's move off that. Let's talk uh, some college basketball because hey, it's March and we got a tournament coming up, and there was some crazy stuff that went on last night. Look, Illinois demolished Michigan, and that was without Io, like that was without the best player. So, um, I, nobody saw that coming. Like Casey brought it up at the beginning of the show. I don't know if anybody that had any money on Illinois 
because Michigan looked like a friggin' war machine out there. Like, but do you think this is the best thing that could have happened to Michigan? Like, get yes. that bad, ugly game out of the way. Yes. Now, this is the second one that they've had this season, but it's the first one since they came back from the COVID break. So, yeah, yeah, I think, I think losing. Well, I'm talking about you want you kind of want a game like that right before going into the tournament. Yes, most certainly you do. Uh, Baylor beat West Virginia. Baylor back on the now. My God, I had money on West Virginia. I told I you. Was, I told you. I know. I was very irritated. I told you. Be careful. I love. I love. I would tell you this. I don't know what Michigan's next game is, and I don't know what the line's going to be, but I'm going to be on Michigan. Uh, Michigan I love plays Michigan taking State. these good teams coming off of a bad loss. I love it because they're good for a reason. Oh yeah. Those guys are going to respond to adversity, and you know me. I'm I'm kind of morally opposed to betting against Huggy Bear, but I told you, be careful. Be be careful. Oh yes. Oh be yes. Careful. There's uh, a reason they were as good as they were all year. They had a right. bad night, and now they're going to take it out on the next guy that tips the ball with them. Oh, it's so crazy because, I mean, West Virginia was up by eight late in that game, and, I mean, it took almost a, a damn miracle for Baylor to send this thing to overtime. And then they, they end up winning by five, and, you know, it busts, uh, it busts my, my plus play. I mean, it was just ridiculous. I didn't have West Virginia money line, um, but, yeah, I was pretty irritated. Uh, Bama won the SEC. They did that Saturday, but uh, it, it swept Auburn in the three, you know, in, in women's basketball, men's basketball, and football for the first time since 1970. That's 43 years. That is, that's a long time. It, it wasn't 70. It's it's however long 43 years is. That's how long ago it's so been. So we just decided to pick those three sports? Um, well, it, it, since it's the first time that it's been done in that rivalry by either side, in but what, that long, okay. I mean, I just think it's, I just think it's strange that we just pick those three sports. I mean, they also beat them in gymnastics and uh, hold on, what was the other one? Alabama has not lost to Auburn since beating them in football this year in any sport. Okay. Your school's like three times big as theirs. You should beat them. Mm, I don't think that's correct. We'll find that out. That's it. Go ahead and look that up. Uh, John Carter said Michigan State two times in a row. Illinois has Ohio State. Yeah, that's Michigan has Michigan State the next two times. Um, let's see. Brown Yeti, a gear breaks every now and then uh, on even the best war machine. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's 100% true. Yeah, Michigan, like, they have been averaging almost 16 assists a game. Part of the reason why they are so good is because they play so well together. Illinois' defense did not allow them to do that whatsoever. Illinois' defense, like, shut them down. Completely shut them down. They only had four assists last night and had eleven turnovers. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. Um, Georgia Tech, thick Josh Pastner, man, getting a big time W over Coach K. I thought that that was a big, big, big win for them. I think we are going to see Georgia Tech in the NCAA tournament, and I love it because Josh Pastner, like I have had personal experiences with him, and mm -hmm. you cannot find a better dude than him. Like we are, we are never going to forget him wearing the face mask this year. We are never going to forget uh, him having the COVID pinata at the beginning of the season. Like he brought in a pinata that had coronavirus on it and let his players beat it to death, and then threw candy at everybody uh, like it was a seven-year-old's birthday party. Like that's what he did at Georgia Tech. They lost two games at the beginning of the year. Lost to like Mercer and somebody else. Uh, Casey said I had Georgia Tech. I did as well. Um, but it, it's it, Georgia Tech is a good basketball team. They lost two games that they absolutely should have not lost at the beginning of the season because Passner freaked out about this coronavirus thing and did not allow them to have practices before the season. That. Like that is insane to me, and the fact that they are this good now, like that is mind blowing. Uh, Michigan State got the win over Indiana. Of course, Archie Miller is in big, big, big trouble there. I think he'll probably be back next year. But Indiana's going to be looking for a new basketball coach fairly soon if he doesn't get this thing turned around. Because um, they, I mean, they're 12 and 13 right now. Like, yep. Indiana is not good. Uh, Michigan State looks like it's going to be in the tournament, which, I mean, it, you talked to me a month ago, there was no prayer. No chance. There was no chance. Uh, the conference tournaments are going on right now. Uh, we've got Villanova and Creighton tonight. That's a big one. Uh, we're not going to talk much about the, uh, uh, not Greg Marshall, uh, Greg McDermott. Uh, we're not going to talk much about what happened with him, with Creighton and whatnot. Um, today is what, Wednesday the 3rd? So tonight, ESPN Plus, we've got the uh, the Atlantic 10, the A-Sun, 
and the OVC tournaments that are, uh, I think all of them are actually tipping off tonight. So, you can go and check those out. St. Joe's got a big win earlier today. Uh, Casey said I had Pitt minus 7-2. Knew that was gold. I did not touch the pit line, uh, but they did handle Wake Forest. Yeah, lots of stuff going on with college basketball, and it's going to be going on every single day from now through, uh, what, the end of March, really. I mean, it's I, I am so excited about this time of year. Uh, we will have the WCE bracket uh, pool going on next week. I will have that link out. I'll put it in the uh, notes for the podcast, the notes for YouTube, on the Facebook, on our Twitters, et cetera, et cetera. So all of you that would like to be involved, you can jump in over there. Uh, Chris, are you excited? You excited about this? No. You got to play on Creighton and Villanova tonight? No. <laughs> I'm not touching either one of those teams. Villanova just got done losing at Butler. And while I would like to think that they will bounce back in this game, I also know that Creighton could be fired up over what happened last week, or maybe they won't be. I don't know. I have no idea. Casey said, I'm leaning Creighton money line, but this could go either way. Well, Creighton already beat Villanova once this year, and they kind of handled them pretty easy. I would imagine, you know, revenge game, or maybe Creighton. I don't know. I'm staying away from it. I think it's going to be a fun basketball game. Moving on from there, let's go to the NFL right quick. Kyle Rudolph is no longer a Minnesota Viking. And reports are that he wants to go be a New England Patriot. Do you think that he has an idea of who the next quarterback is going to be for the Patriots? No. No, I think he just wants to go play with Bill, and he thinks that, I don't know, they run a very tight end friendly offense. I mean, I, I kind of find this to be very strange. Bill doesn't usually take older players. Agreed. Like, this is this is not going and getting Randy Moss. Well, we because Randy Moss it, still had, you know, prime years left. It hasn't this is, been uh, reported that, that the New England Patriots want him. It's want been reported him. that he wants them. That's right. No, so, no, no, that's what I'm saying. And I've seen a bunch of, like, I follow a bunch of New England blogs on, on Twitter and stuff, and so many of them are like, oh, he would – he would fit perfect in all of a sudden. Like, really? Have you seen it? Like, I, I like Rudolph. I like Rudolph a lot. Okay. Well, I liked the player he used to be. Mm, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know that he's got any game left, you know? Well, I mean, we're, we're a year removed from him catching the, the game winning pass in the playoffs down in New okay. Orleans. But, okay. Do, do, do you want to know? All right. So, how, how many touchdowns do you think he had that year? Let's see this. Uh, I'd, I'd imagine probably not that many. I, I will say this. Before that season, when uh, when Gronk had retired, he was my first pick for you guys to go and pick up. I thought that you would go and get him from Minnesota to pair with Tom Brady. In 2019, but, yep. he had six touchdowns. Ooh. 2018, he had four. Yeah, that's not so much. That is Last not so year, much. he had one. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. That is pretty so, crazy. So I, I don't I don't know. Don't we talk know about him being long the in the tooth. He's he's only thirty one, but he's been in the NFL for ten years. So yeah, he's been in the NFL for ten years. It, it's not. I don't care about your age. I care about your ability. Uh, Casey said, "Would you rather have Rudolph or draft a guy like Brevins or Yaboa? Uh, that's the kid from uh, from Ole Miss. Um, I'd rather take the rookie. I'd rather take the rookie. I'll take I'll take deal. I'll take the rookie." Uh, uh, Damien said Kyle Rudolph is another Cam Newton, just less of a diva. Uh, Casey said Kenny Yaboa going to be a steal. He had two-thirds of Pitt's yards on half the targets. He was playing with dislocated fingers. Come on, Chiefs would be perfect tight end, too, behind Kelsey. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, Yaboa is going to be – I think he's going to be good. Yeah, Um, But Rudolph, I mean, 10 years, long time. He's more of a blocking tight end than he is a a pass-catching tight end. Um, But, I I mean – I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see him with Bill. I I think he'd be another offensive lineman. Yeah, but I just they need skill weapons. They need guys that can go out and catch the football. They need athletic dudes that can catch the football. You mean like Yeboah? Well, yeah. <laughs> That's why I said younger. I'd take Yeboah. I'd take any rookie over. I'd take, I will take the upside of anybody that's unknown and unproven but young and athletic over a guy who I know, yeah, he might catch four touchdowns. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I am with you. All right, and we'll close out with this. J.J. Watt, he is headed to Arizona, and upon arriving in Arizona, he wanted to wear number 99, and they have allowed him to do so. Um, 
the the guy that they are what's his name Marshall Goldberg I think the yeah, I think Marshall Goldberg name. he's from from when they were the uh, Chicago Cardinals yeah so no is, nobody has uh, many years ago nobody has worn number ninety nine for the Cardinals since nineteen fifty yes tell me your thoughts on this because I know that you have some. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of this. I'm not I don't I don't really care how it came down. I'm sure he wasn't an asshole about it. I'm sure he was very nice or it might even been offered to him. Why do we retire things if we're just going to let them have let somebody else have them? I agree. Like retiring a number is supposed to be important. It's supposed to matter. Okay. Like what what is different about JJ Watt coming in and and wearing this number 71 years later? Why like you're telling me that there was not a single player as good as J.J. Watt that could have come in and worn that number? I mean, yeah. what, what's wrong with him wearing 98 or 97? Yeah, or I mean, any other number out there. My my issue and my problem is, is we retire these things for a reason, okay? This person was important to the sport. If somebody came in and wanted Pat Tillman, we would all lose our shit. Yeah. But because this guy's number was retired 50 years ago and we don't know, no, nobody alive knows anything about him or cares. Like, it, you know, it's it's hard to say, well, I'll just let JJ have it. It's no big deal. And and I'll and I'll be consistent here, okay? The the family of whoever the retiree was who owned 18 in um uh, Denver when yeah. Peyton Manning went there. The family approached Peyton said if you want 18 we will commission the you know the 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 broncos to uh to unretire the number for you it, that's that's very nice of them it's a very nice gesture of them i don't think you should take that i don't think yeah. you should take that gesture i think you should change your damn number because it's a number okay and the person that wore it before you whatever accomplishment they did to get it retired i think that matters and yes. i think that's important I agree with you 100%. A number is a number. The name is what we're going to remember. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I can't remember off the top of my head what Jerry Rice's number was. Like, I, I just, I don't remember. But. Wow. I can't either. As soon as you said that, I don't know. Because the name matters. Yeah. Like, it, I, I didn't even realize that J.J. Watt had worn 99 since he was at Wisconsin. Because it doesn't that's, matter. That, that's fine. That's fine. Congratulations. You've had the same number your entire career. If you well, no, wanted not to his keep entire career. Like, because he wore like 82 or something when he was a tight end at Central Michigan before he transferred. Oh, well, then there you go. So it doesn't matter. It's a number. I just like, I just don't I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I think I, I'm not okay with it whatsoever. And and I think if even if the organization or the family of the person whose number you're retired, or if that person's still alive, if they call you and say, I would be honored for you to wear my number, I think that's what they're supposed to say if you're a star. And I think your response is supposed to be, nah, thank you, but but I'll change my number. It's it's yeah. like when when you were little. And your dad drove you around somewhere and, and you were going somewhere as a family and your mom said, you like, I want the front seat. It's back when little kids could wear ride in the front seat. And like your mom said, oh, okay, you can have it. Like, no, no, you get your ass in the back seat. Like she posted, you can have it and you're supposed to decline Yes, because that's, what's going to happen. All right. Like yeah. that's, that's, that's how the world works. Okay. Yes. It it's is just, nice of them right. to offer. But that yes. does not mean that Very you have nice to accept. Very nice offer. I think you should decline. Hey, you're you you have nothing in you that's Arizona tradition. Like if you were born and bred in Arizona, all right, and you grew up a Cardinals fan, and we've got pictures where of you like wearing ninety nine as a little boy in Cardinals gear. Like I, I almost would maybe forgive it. You're a mercenary. That's what you are. You're a guy that's being paid with no connection to this organization whatsoever. That's being paid strictly to come in and try to play football for two you, years, you have, for two years, for two years. That's at the very end of your career, by the way. So what, what are we, so we're giving up retired numbers for mercenaries. And that's I don't, insane to me. I just don't, I don't like it. I don't either. Don't like it at all. And I think the right thing to do he, Peyton Manning should have done it, and and he should do it. They should thank you for the offer. I'm going to decline, and I'll find another number. Yes, I agree. I agree. All right, I think that's going to wrap us up for today. 
You got anything else we need to hit? No, we're fine. Let's do this thing. All right, you guys that jumped in today, we certainly appreciate all of you for actually watching and paying attention and jumping into the chat for sure. Damien, Casey, the Brown Yeti, uh, Matt Miller, all of you guys that, that jump in all the time, we appreciate you. Taylor as well, all of you guys. Damien, you guys help make the show what it is, and we cannot tell you how much we thank you for that. So, uh, everybody else, go over to winningcureseverything.com. If you ever want to be a part of the show, you can always jump in on the live shows, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Go and check that thing out. If you missed the live show, you can grab the podcast at any of your favorite podcast apps. Make sure, if you do that, leave us a nice five-star review over on Apple. That would certainly help us out. Uh, Taylor lets us know. Be sure and check out SBR for the NCAA football show. Yes, our off-season week seven show is up over there. Uh, if you want to go over there, help us out. Let us know who you think should be the cover athlete for EA Sports College football. We would like to hear your opinion on that, along with we got some FCS games this weekend, some big, big, big games. So go and check it out. Let us know what your picks are for those as well. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Search SBR Picks over there. Make sure you are subscribed to that channel and like the video. You can like this video as well. Or you can just find it over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Ah, I think that's going to do it. All right, you guys have been fantastic. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully we can all cash some tickets this week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.